Hello and good afternoon. So I was going to record yesterday, but I wasn't feeling great. And I did promise myself that I would keep these, you know, very honest and real. And so I did want to do a sort of let's get honest about um, what I was feeling. And I don't have my therapist. These for she went on holiday for three weeks, and I genuinely feel like. It's ruining my life, but no, I'm just joking. Um, maybe she needed a holiday from my problems because I would totally take one too. Um, so I've just been trying to deal with a few things that have happened uh, very recently by myself and with books. So <laughs> um, I'm going to do this quickly because I thought I would do a whole episode on it. But I really don't want to dedicate more time and energy to this, to, to the feeling it's I will, because that's my thing and that's, I need to soothe it and take care of it. But to the person and what they did, I don't want to. So, uh, long story short, started seeing someone, they got, honestly, probably nicest, sweetest person I've ever been with. Um, to the point that I started to worry that how vocal he was about what he felt for me, how caring and sweet he was, that I could potentially get overwhelmed. And so I was being very careful. I was being very cautious with how I took in, you know, sort of the energy that was being uh, thrown at me very liberally and... So I checked in with myself and with my friends and I even asked him to, to maybe be a little slower with things because I just wasn't used to it. Um, but to go slightly further back, and I think I said it on here, I had finally put my foot down and established some boundaries with someone else from before who I really cared about and, and uh, had some strong feelings for. And so I was really proud of myself and the fact that you know, this new guy and I had sort of matched pretty much the same day that I had done that. I kind of really felt like it was, you know, one of it, like not, it was a huge thing, but that one door closed. And then, so you started noticing other doors that were there. And I certainly wanted to be careful because this is the first time I've really uh, cared about someone that wasn't, <laughs> that was in Montreal. I have a habit of going outwards, um, maybe to protect myself, maybe just because it's not a limit for me. Um, but I wanted to be careful and we had some friends in common and I just wanted to make sure that, you know, it wasn't something, it wasn't something that got ruined, especially because of me. And so I remember at one point saying, you know, I, I'm afraid that I'm going to ruin this because I don't know what it's like to have someone nice to me and I don't know what it's like to have someone pet my head anymore anyway and uh, you know to tell me that they like me and you know forehead kisses nose kisses you know these are things that if you're in a relationship you hopefully you have them and if you're not you only really realize how important they are um, you know once you get them back and I really had to keep telling myself that I deserved that, like the good stuff. 
So I, w- I didn't want to, you know, sabotage it or, or get scared. So I checked in, as I said, and um, everything was going well. It was even over Valentine's. Um, we spent Valentine's together. And it wasn't that big of a deal because it was like our second date. Um, and then we continued speaking really well and had our third date and it was great. And, um, honestly, I don't know what happened. Um, he just, uh, we had plans for last weekend and he just stopped talking to me on, um, Thursday. Uh, I had noticed the communication had changed slightly, but I just thought he was busy. And so I just wanted to address it head on and say, you know, is it because you're busier this week or what has happened? And he never answered that and then proceeded to not answer anything else. And then, you know, yesterday or Sunday, obviously, it was confirmed that our plans were you know, not as I thought they were. And uh, so I was ghosted and then stood up and then, I guess, continuously ghosted I'm not really sure how it works um it was certainly something we had talked about so it's very difficult to go from my parents or my family would would get along with you really well to um never answering my message messages (laughs) um well it wasn't me it wasn't me that ruined it So at least there's that. Anyway, I don't want to dedicate any more time to this except for the fact that please, 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 people, guys, girls, whatever you do, don't take this option. Don't not say anything. There can't be anything that is worse to hear than to not hear anything at all. Because honestly, in the beginning, I thought maybe he was hurt (laughs) or in the hospital. (laughs) I thought there's no way someone who was so nice to me um, and then, you know, luckily we have friends in common, as I said, and they confirmed that he was alive. So there's dead to me though. <laughs> no, kidding. Um, anyway, you know, things don't work out and, uh, people change their mind or change, uh, anything. And I can go through the whole process of wondering what I did wrong, but I don't think I did anything wrong. I don't know. <laughs> Definitely in terms of, you know, what the, the not saying anything means that I, I didn't. So uh, it's a it's a horribly immature thing to do. It's a cowardly thing to do. And it's it's probably one of the worst traits uh, for someone like myself and, and hopefully across the board for everyone uh, who enjoys uh, having a good level of communication, feeling secure enough to say how they feel and um, someone responding with maturity and the ability to and and understanding in general so um this is you know we weren't far enough on that I had irreparable feelings but it sucks it really does um yeah I told myself that I deserve the good stuff so I thought that's what I was getting um, but I refuse to do the same for the second part, for the bad part, and say that I deserve that because I, nobody does. Yeah. So, anyway, I came on this with a very positive note because I did what I was supposed to do. I tried. <laughs> and I didn't give up. Not right away. But 
um you know there's only so much you can do i'm just i'm just really so proud of myself and so glad that i'm not a, a person that just says fuck you and moves on um without giving some space for someone to have their own reasons and their own uh, you know everyone has their own thing that's going on there are reasons to panic there are reasons to um break down and i don't I don't know this person well enough to know if it was any of those. Again, uh, with ghosting, it's such a huge spectrum of what it could be. And at the end of the day, it could really be that he's a sociopath. So I think that's that's, that's likely it. <laughs> but with that said, I am not. And I am, you know, proud of myself. I didn't just dive into work and ignore it which is maybe something I would have done otherwise, but because of the pandemic, I don't have an escape of all my feelings and all of my space and all my stress and everything is all in the same place. And so I have learned to find bubbles and in this space that are for these things. And it is so much harder doing this. I don't get to go out and vent with my friends. I don't get to go punch something at the gym. I don't get to even you know go back to a normal life and just try to deal with it um even one of my good friends was in quarantine and and at the time because she had just come back from a trip and she was like I wish I could just come and eat snacks and you know one of my best friends is in Vermont and when when stuff like this happens we're just the first thing we do is get there you know and we just can't do that for each other and it's it's fine It, it it is uh, but I really am happy that I was able to maintain a level of grace and and um, kindness and also resilience and strength at the same time because this is important to me to be able to um, to be bouncy, you know, to to bounce back but give it the proper space. Um, these things have been harder and harder but also easier and easier to deal with in the sense that as they accumulate it feels like a huge weight it just feels like everybody's like this and um, you know I start finding excuses like I've dealt with quote-unquote fuckboys I've dealt with some of the you know asshole types but I still get surprised every time when someone could have simply just said something, you know, and just been honest. And maybe you don't know that about me, but I am less likely to get upset at you. I'm not, I'm probably not going to anyway. Um, don't mistake that for lack of self-respect. It's just that actually is how I have self-respect. It's not putting myself in a situation where I have to change my character because of a mistake that you made. Anywho, on another positive note, well, on a positive note, I don't think that one started out positive, I had said I would never go on the dating apps again. And so, naturally, my reaction was, I should try Tinder. (laughs) I think I'm a glutton for punishment. No, but, so I'm reading this book, right, and inside inside obviously at one point it says that a way to deal with a anxious um 
attachment style is to have uh, a concept of abundance. So the more, so part of the anxious thing is if it's very hard for you to connect with someone, which it, which it is for me, um, you know, the last situation, it was really understanding what it is I look for in someone and that calmness, that how my body reacts, how my brain reacts when the person is around is so important. And with this guy, it was calm. It was, I honestly, I, I couldn't tell you what went wrong. I really can't just completely and utterly out of character and maybe just my grasp of of what character is but just doesn't make any sense and uh like I'm jaded you know I'm someone that looks for these things and it was just not there and um so whatever I mean this is a flag now there weren't flags before there were a lot of green flags but there weren't uh flags before and there are now and so it doesn't really it doesn't really make sense to dwell on it. It just didn't work out, and I'm glad a person like that who can deal with things like that uh, is out of my life. So, that's the uh, that's one positive note. The next positive note is uh, this concept of abundance, and not to say I can't do this. Like as much as everyone's telling me it's a numbers game, I can't. Like I start to just want to pay attention to one person because that person, you know you start it's it's not to me it's not a roster it's the like someone is elevated as the person I start to want to hear from start to want to talk to and then I sort of just just tell the other people like I just cut them out quote-unquote or you know at least tell them what is happening uh the moment they like flirt with me or, or bring it back to that I'll I'll be honest and say you know I'm talking to somebody else more seriously and uh that doesn't mean that when it doesn't mean that when it doesn't work out with that person that I'm going to automatically go back to the other people. It just means that, you know, given the situation, uh, given the people that I was meeting, that was the person that stuck out the most and that I bonded with. And as I was getting messages from other people, he was the one I wanted to hear from and, you know, all of those things. So the concept of abundance just means that you don't feel like you don't put so much stress on the fact that you wouldn't get on with other people that you know oh it's so hard for me to connect so if I do connect finally I have to put everything into it so anyway enter tinder it's actually a fascinating place it really is so my idea of the dating apps was was quite clear-cut in the sense that uh bumble is for the female makes the the move first so so you have to imagine you have to imagine something like uh mckibben's wednesday ladies night but in a world where we have to make the (laughs) the move first so like there are men there and they are there for the women with the expectation that they will be drunker and therefore make the move again mckibben's all wednesdays and uh so it's it's a very nerve-wracking app to be honest, but you do assume for on both sides that there's a little bit more seriousness to it because it it has to be men that aren't afraid for the woman to take a first step because she and you know it's really hard because the we're not really we weren't really told that rejection could happen that often you know like everyone says oh it's so much easier for women out there blah, blah, blah. it's not not for quality that's for sure and um anywho so that's bumble and then there's hinge and hinge i think has the the idea that 
um, you can connect on different levels because there's this this whole like liking different parts. So you can like a prompt, you can like a photo, you can comment on different parts of someone's profile. So I do think Hinge is, is sort of veered towards trying to um, connect on different levels, which is, is nice. It's, it's a nice idea. Tinder. You don't put a lot about yourself in it. Like, honestly, that's, I didn't know you couldn't put your height. I didn't know you couldn't put, like, all these things about yourself. And the reason I bring up height is because there's, you know, good-looking dudes and everything like that, but they don't have their height, and I'm really tall. They don't like me either. Like, I don't really want to engage in a conversation with someone who's like, I would climb you like a tree. Like, no, my self-esteem cannot deal with that. I don't want to be the big food all the time um it's just a thing um so it's kind of you know and, and tinder is just so much more loose with the fact that it's photo based like you don't have to put anything in your profile which means the i it's more attractive to just be physical it, it's it's attracting people who don't mind just going off physical which again is always going to be a problem with the apps because they have photos uh, this is not a love's blind thing. I would never do that. I need to be physically attracted to the person. So yes. Um, but I have heard more than once of people that have found a decent person, someone they're dating or they have connected or met with someone on Tinder and it wasn't just always sex, but it might be. I mean, I'm going out of this frying pan of somebody ghosting that I didn't expect it would happen at all to potentially entering a, a world where ghosting is more commonplace and I'm terrified but at the same time oddly prepared and I think that's part of it it's when someone starts to show a side that you didn't expect didn't necessarily know if you wanted and you tell them that you know I was very honest about I didn't know if I was ready for it and like all of these things just so that we could check each other you know so we could have good communication I didn't want to be avoidant about it it's just I had gotten out of something else and so for someone to take the time to make you to let you trust them um just to just to go against you know and I had opened up and it, it just always feels like I'm kind of giving these guides these guys like uh Instead of saying, hey, this is all I hope never happens to me again because it caused me a lot of pain, um, it kind of turns into uh, like a guide of what to do for them. <laughs> like imagine somebody telling you everything that hurts you and they go, hmm, curious. New material. <laughs> Anywho, so I'm, you know, just fascinated with myself right now at the same time about how... I need to learn that there's more than just everything falling apart if one person doesn't like you. <laughs> and it's, I think it's helping, it's helping today, you know. Um, I, I guess I get the appeal of having the distractions I never really did before because I just felt like it wasn't dealing with everything. But um, I think it's just too much to deal with right now that I can't deal with it all. And so I need some happiness or some things to get my mind off of it, um, just for now. And and I would I would hate to ever use someone like that. So it won't I won't trust that in myself. But anywho, that's gonna be fun. 
So I will keep you posted on how the uh, 2.0 dating life of Callie is. Um, I've met some lovely people and as much as they don't always work out or they live in a different place or for for whatever reason, um, I'm happy to have gone through the process. These things really make me want to give up on all of it um, when this happens. Um, but I, oh, you have such a stubbornness to the fact that I can't let somebody else's horrible, horrible personality trait or reaction or whatever it is. It's absolutely disgusting. Absolutely monstrous to do that to someone. Jesus Christ, you really have to hate them, don't you? wonder what I did to deserve that one. Um, it is probably the height of disrespect to me. I've had people that did not care at all, uh, you know, absolute dicks, and they still would tell me they were interested. Um, yeah, not great. Not great, guys. Don't do this. Do not do this. This is absolutely horrible to leave somebody wondering what they did wrong. Um, anywho, so... Wow, I've said that so many times, I'm starting to sound like my nana. Um, this is a intro to dating 2. <laughs> I'm just joking. But I'll keep you posted on the uh, exciting adventures of trying to take my newfound knowledge of what I deserve into... Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. I guess I'm keeping myself entertained. I'll tell you about it later. Anywho. Wow! I need to stop saying this. I'm so sorry. I was like, Jesus. I have to get Chris to edit this out. Um, okay. Bye, everyone. As always, love you.